The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. What guns up, giddy up, welcome to last call of the day. The show that's going to save your first marriage, your second marriage, your third marriage. We're talking all things. We're talking all things other than the job. Giving you something else to talk about this weekend besides dead babies and domestic violence. And I am joined today by the one and the only Ashley. I'm not going to use her last name. From 60 Days In. Yes, she was a former police officer who volunteered to go to jail for 60 days, but now she is free. Today's a no-holds-bar show. We're going to go all in. Stuff your prison purses. Hide your smokes because it's about to go down. She, she is no longer in law enforcement. I can ask her whatever I want. She just released her, her new sex tape. It's called 69 Days In, <laughs> spite of me. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about all these things. Ashley, welcome to last call of the day. Hi, I'm so glad to be free. This freedom of speech thing is very exciting to me. It's, it's, it's weird, but fun. Now, do you have the same sense of freedom now as you did when you were released from jail? No, this is better. This is way it's- better. <laughs> way better. You felt more imprisoned by the job than you did well, being inside prison. Yeah. Well, like I pouted when I got out of jail. Like, I, I remember if you watch the clip of me getting released, they asked me what I wanted to do. And I was like, I want to go sit in the sunshine. And there's like this scene of me sitting in like oh. a recliner by the pool at this cheap hotel. And I got my arms crossed and I'm just, yeah. just pouting, just taking yeah. it all in. So I got my bad. prison tattoos. I've done time. <laughs> like everybody sits down next to you at the pool. Like, hey, like, buddy. Hey. How's it going, bud? I just got out. <laughs> I just got out. Uh, what? For our viewer, for our listeners out there, I know we're talking about other things other than the job. But this is like pure raw entertainment. Sixty Days In uh, was, and I mean, the show's still going. They're still we're on doing season it. seven. Season seven airs every Thursday night. Uh, and people are just all in this. Like, I don't know what it is about the drama of watching people in jail. It's my second biggest fear on in the in the world. I I hate tigers and lions. Don't want anything to do with those. My other biggest fear is going to prison or going to jail. I I don't know if I could do it. It's, it's really not that bad. Like, I mean, jail sucks for sure. But once you get in there and you start to get into your routine and you're like, okay, I know I get food at this time. I can read all the books I want. The chaplain will bring me extra books if I want something different. I mean, a lot of it's going to be Amish romances. So you're going to have to get your rocks off to Ezekiel delicately touching Sarah's ankle. But like, (laughs) did you read a lot of sex novels? I read a lot of Amish romances. I that's consider what, that, myself. That's literally what they're called as Amish romances. You can't. It's get a like whole a, genre. It's available at Walmart. Can you get like real raunchy ones, or they won't give you those? I, there's there are some real raunchy ones, but they're ripped up to pieces. So like people Why? will rip out the sexy parts and they'll uh, like read them themselves and then they'll slide them under doors to give their friends like oh, a little bit of the nasty. So are they, are you guys like, are you guys Dillian in, in, in jail? You guys get D- Dilly time? Dilly? What do you mean by Dilly time? Uh, jerking off, masturbating, the old uh, rubbing one how, out. How dare you? I'd I love to answer that question. Let's dive into it. There are very specific roles for jailhouse masturbation. 
Okay, first of all, well, who sets gotta, the rules? Who sets the rules? Is it the prison? The prison guard? Um, probably prison Jesus. Like it's like an unspoken <laughs> commandment. Like you know the rules when you get in there. It's just like the knowledge is gifted to you. You just absorb and you know immediately. Okay, I need to let my roommate know that it's about to go down. Okay. Okay. You, so I mean, obviously, respect is you have to be respectful about it for sure. How do you word it? Do you use dilly? What do you? How do you say it? Um. I think the phrase was DJing it out. No. Okay. Wicka, 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 wicka fresh. Oh, DJing it out. Oh, DJing it, it out. I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what they, that's what they called it. I'm going to DJ it out and you have to hang your sheet over the bed. Um, this is if you're being polite and respectful about it. Um, yeah. and then, so in our room, we had a pregnant lesbian in the room next to us. Wait, how did and, she get pregnant? Um, you're gay for this day. Huh? She, she gay for the stay. She was straight on the outside, but when she comes inside, she's gay and she had Oh, oh so she guy. got pregnant before she was in jail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She brought the brought the pregnancy into the situation. And so she had her lesbian girlfriend boyfriend who considered themselves her baby daddy and was very protective <laughs> of the baby. Yeah, this is real. And the girl, I remember we had big drama. I wish this would have been shown so bad because she cheated on her her jail girlfriend and the jail girlfriend got on the table and was like, anybody on here fucking my wife, you come down these steps and see me right here. And, and I was sitting <sighs> there like, we, and you, you just fuck? got up and went down the stairs. You're like, I didn't fuck your wife. I just want to get a closer. <laughs> I want to get a closer look at what about to go down. Oh yeah. I was so intrigued. I, I loved the fights and then everybody hated me for liking the fights. Like I was supposed to be very sad that fights were going on, but I wasn't. I, I enjoyed them. Who doesn't want to watch two people who hate each other, who have been arguing all day, finally duke it out. Like I just, it is what it is. Damn. So, okay. So like you mutually, like you say, Hey, look, I'm going to go DJ it out. You put your little curtain up yeah, and, uh, and you you just get to it and it's just, Just you know, be real respectful about it. Just don't, don't moan. Don't really. Yeah. Just like, see, I feel like what's respectful would be like, Hey, listen, you know, if you're, if you're DJing it out, we're all just going to close our ears and just let you have your time. I'm the guy that would just like, I mean, I don't know about respect or anything, like that, but you would be able to just walk by my cell at any given time. My hand, my feet would be up over my ears. Finger would be in the old hole. I'd be mm-hmm. jerking it, looking at you as you walk by. So uh, that's what it's like in prison. So I don't know if I told you, but like I'm, I'm in grad school for clinical mental health counseling and I felt it in my heart. Like I went through a phase right after I got out of jail where I was like, I'm going to save the world and I'm going to use my powers to go and save all these inmates. Okay. So then I go to our local prison, like a state penitentiary for people serving life felons, like our baddies. Okay. And I do a tour with their mental health guy because I wanted to see if this is where I wanted to go. No lie. There was just, it was a sea of dicks. It was like, wiener, 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 (laughs) wiener, wiener. Like you walk by and they're like, watch it fly, bitch. Like they're just, they don't give a fuck. And And it was at that point that I realized, you know what, maybe prison's the best place for you. And I may not be able to save you at this point. Dude. So like, is there no repercussion? Like they don't get like any additional charges for whipping their wieners out when a why, girl's walking why would by? They? when everybody's doing it, why would they? <laughs> it's, it's like when you get, when you get in a pursuit and the whole entire County and city participates and there's 40 <laughs> cop cars 
you're not getting in trouble. It's wrong, and you know you shouldn't do it. If there's 40 <laughs> cop cars, but you just want to go and hang out with your friends, we've all done it. Dude, I want to go to prison <laughs> now, man. Like, it's dude, you'll, just you'll to shamelessly time. able to whip out my wiener. And nobody man, will be mad at it's you. It's a dream come true for me. Nobody's mad. It's fine. Dude, what was the craziest thing uh, that you saw while you were in jail? Oh, man. There was a lot of crazy stuff. It's hard to pinpoint. Um, we faked my roommate going into labor. Um, so your roommate was the pregnant one with the husband. So my, my first roommate was Rita. And she was an elderly black woman who was my mom. She adopted me. She took care of me. And then she ended up bonding out or she served her time or something and she was gone. And then my new roommate was pregnant and she was like her teeth. She was not getting any dental care and her teeth were breaking in her mouth. And um, so I told her, I was like, look, dude, we're going to tell the guards that you're going into labor and we're going to get you to a hospital because her tooth was very clearly infected, but that's not, and that's not even the craziest. The craziest though, to lead into that is Alabama has very serious laws about pregnancy and their law that is sending most of the pregnant women to jail is the um, chemical endangerment of a child law. So if mm. you test positive for weed or anything at all, or a medication that you're not oh. prescribed, you're incarcerated. You have to pay a $10,000 bond to get out and you have to attend rehab, like an, in, an in-house rehab. And um, so what they would do is if women weren't receiving proper care, a girl that was on her period would take her pad and bleed onto it and then give that used pad to a pregnant woman so she could show it to the guards and be like, Hey, I'm bleeding. I need to go to the hospital. Oh, yeah. What? There's no rules, dude. No rules. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, and it was normal. Like we, like we were so happy. Did you help. give her your bloody pad? No, no, oh. I wasn't. I wasn't asked. I probably would have honestly. Oh, yeah. No rules, dude. Dude, isn't that how you get like monkeypox? I feel like that's how monkeypox is spread. Yeah. 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 That, that would be the way. Can you imagine if that, if, if it, the CDC reveals that it's being passed from like period blood to period blood? Oh, gross. God. Yeah. You're welcome uh, for me. Having me unfiltered, you're welcome for this. Dude, I, dude this, is the best show my, <laughs> this is the best day of my life right now. I'm just, I feel like a kid in a candy store right now. I get so many fucking questions. I can't um, what's the first thing you did besides, yeah, like, so you went to the pool and basked in the mm-hmm. sun. Um, and pouted. And pouted. And pouted. W- were you craving anything in particular? Taco Bell, M and M's, anything like that? Or like, I honestly, I wanted a pack of cigarettes and a beer. <laughs> like I was. What kind of probably... cigarettes? What kind of cigarette? Are you uh, are you a Marlboro Red girl? At the time, I haven't smoked cigarettes in three years. I, I think haven't, three I haven't four smoked years. cigarettes since I got out of the pen. Yeah, that was my last time, honestly. I went and I bought a pack. They bought me a pack of Marlboro Lights and yeah. um, and a couple of beers. And I what sat kind there of and pouted. What kind of beer? I think it was Michelob Ultra. Oh, Michelob Ultra. Yeah, Pussy. but now now I'm drinking a new beer called... Um, you just got out of jail. You need to crack a Schlitz. <laughs> it was... No, I was, I was wimpy. I was okay. wimpy. Yeah. I had to ease. I had to ease into it. Yeah. But now I'm drinking um, Modelo's Ranch Water. Have you tried it? No. Dude, is that the shit with tequila in it or something like that? It's like it tastes like it's got like um, the lime salt that you would put on the rim of your beer. It tastes yeah. like that's inside the beer. 
It's really nice. It's, very <laughs> it's so difficult to look at pictures. Said he told a guy, he used to work in the prison. He says, I told a guy who was a short timer that Arby's had gotten rid of curly fries on their menu. And he cried, he cried because that was the one thing he was holding on to in life. When oh, I was man. deployed, uh, when I was deployed, all I could think about, I had two cravings um, that were like uncontrollable. Like I never had a craving before in my life. And it, I woke up, I don't, I don't know. It was like, it was daytime because we were working mostly nights. So I woke up at like three in the afternoon and like, I had to have a taco. But like more specifically, like Taco Bell. Of course, there's no way you're getting that there. But like I was like, like I was almost having a panic attack. I was like, dude, I need a crunchy fucking taco right now. And everybody was like, what is wrong with you? They're like, dude, there's no taco MRE, bro. And I was like, I need. And then it was M and M's. M and M's was the other one. Like I really desperately wanted. But the M and M's are easy to find because yeah, you can get those in your MRE. If you yeah, know yeah, to yeah. Trade for them. Yeah, you know it's trade for. So um, yeah. you know, but I was like, dude, like I don't know what it was. It's just like this overwhelming sense of like I need M and M's. I need them right this second. Welcome to pregnancy. <laughs> you having kids right now? Not Perking out yet. some children's? Not yet. Not what are you yet. waiting for? It, um, stability. So we're getting ready to move. And mm. one of the things that we're going to do, like, I mean, we've got a couple things we've got to knock out. we got to buy a new bed. We've got to fence oh, in the Oh, what backyard. kind of bed are you going to get? We're actually going to buy a ghost bed, and it's 100% your fault. Fuck yeah. Are you going to use that promo code Wolfpack? Uh, yes, I am. Why would I not? King size yeah. ghost bed, baby. Oh, you rich. Uh, well, my husband's six five, so <laughs> is he is he hung like he's six five or is he hung like he's five four? <laughs> it's it, I'm blessed. <laughs> Very blessed. <laughs> you wouldn't find him in an Amish romance novel. Um, no. He is <laughs> he does a lot more than like obsess over my ankle bones. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of TNA. There's a lot of TNA in those Amish sex romance yeah. novels. Toes and angles. Jedediah lifted Sarah over the fence as she picked up her spilled milk bucket. Dude, I'm freaking DJing right now. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. It's, it's so hot. And it always ends with a beautiful marriage and the implication that sexual activity has occurred. It's, and so they can't wear nasty. white? They can't wear white on their wedding day? Um, I don't know what they wear on their wedding day. I know that the mom makes a dress for them. It's like the sisters and the mom get together and make their dresses. It's very Handmaid's Tale. Okay. I don't know what Handmaid's Tale is. but You're uh, missing out. It's That show's sounds, wild. That sounds might be a little Might be a little too liberal for you. Okay. Well, I like the, I like the softcore romance stories. You know, being friends with Andrea, who's a single <laughs> female in the 20th century, I feel like all of her stories make me need to go back to church. Um, listen, I, I think she might be my new best friend. So I discovered a group on Facebook called Cliterature. Okay? <laughs> Cleotature? Oh, dude, I got to tell you, I'm going to confess something disgusting. Okay. Let's go. So I'm looking at like these list of suggested like romance novels for women. And one of them is called, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like got a picture of some like really buff giant seven foot five dude. And it looks like he's wearing like a goat skull with horns Ooh, yeah. on his head. And I'm like, okay, this is like a dark romance. Let me go yeah. ahead and check this out. Everybody's bragging on it. No, he was a monster. He was a monster and he had tentacles on his wiener. And I felt violated. I felt like nobody told me that I was going to be like, reading this tentacle penis romance novel i wasn't ready for it i hadn't been to church like i like i need to like pray over this because i'm 
I feel I feel wrong. I'm like, Satan, is that you? Because I don't know where this came from. But yeah, yeah, I read the whole book. It was phenomenal. Yeah, the weirdest sex I ever had was my wife and I watched a movie called Cold Skin. And it's about Cold these like skin. fucked up mermaids in like 1911 that like go to this Antarctic lighthouse. And and it's I think it's got like William Defoe in it. No, no, it didn't have William Defoe in it. I can't it would have William Defoe in it though. I don't remember like, who it was. To be honest with you. It wasn't William Defoe, he was in the other lighthouse movie. But anyway, this movie is so dark and fucked up. And they end up fucking one of these mermaids in the movie. And it's like totally unexpected. You're just like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Well, it didn't matter. We had nothing to do with the movie. We were gonna make love at the end of the movie, regardless. <laughs> but like when we got done like doing it, I was like, yo, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I had to work for that one because the movie <laughs> just watched. It was like I actually felt like I needed to pray because I, I didn't think we should be fucking after a movie like that. That's funny. cold skin. It's a good movie though, but the most messed up sex you'll ever have. When you got out of prison, um, you know, were you able to manscape in there? Um, so I was so afraid to shave any part of my body when I was when I was in jail. So. We had, so the showers were disgusting. They weren't okay. often cleaned and it had standing water. And I knew for Ooh. a fact, one of the girls had HIV and Ooh. several other girls had hepatitis. Like, I mean, they weren't shy about telling you about it. So I knew that there were serious bloodborne pathogens. What do they call it? Like, do they call it, say like in Raleigh, they call it the diabetes. She's got the diabetes. She's got the diabetes. No. That's what they call the AIDS. They got the diabetes. No, they just straight up called it AIDS, HIV, the AIDS? and they they were not shy about it. I I arrested this one this one guy one time, and it was it was a domestic violence thing, and she was kicking him out of the house. I don't think I arrested him actually, but he was kicking him out. Kick, she was kicking him out of the house, and he was I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he wanted to get the speakers back out of the house. And uh, what did she say? Uh, oh, he says he says. Uh, she goes, you ain't taking him speakers. Them speakers is mine now. And he was like, that's oh, fine, no. girl. He's like, I'm going home to my fucking wife. Oh, I said, are you? do you have somewhere you could stay the night and then you could come back here in the morning once everything cools down? He goes, nah, man. He's like, I'm going back to my wife's house. And I was like, what? And she was like, uh, your wife ain't going to like you now that you got the AIDS. He's like, bitch, you gave me the AIDS and I don't even think I got some. And I was like, and you're wait, just wait, sitting whoa, there like, whoa, body the camera, fuck? like. Let me just make sure I document all of this. I don't even think I got some yet. Like, bitch, you gave me the AIDS and I don't even think I got some yet. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <sighs> That's Raleigh for you, isn't it? <laughs> got the AIDS, baby. That's hilarious. But yes, so I you didn't want to you didn't want to shave. You didn't want to get the the diabetes inside of you. Mm-mm. No, I was scared. So I'll send you the picture of my <laughs> armpit. Of my oh. armpit. I know. Sorry. Send it to Andrea. That's where all of our nasty, naughty pictures go. <laughs> Would she like it? Would she appreciate it? She does. She likes all of it. If you got a picture of Bush or anything, nice. unsolicited D pics, send it all to Andrea Uplate. Oh, man. This is the worst story of my life. Okay. So Wait, I. Will left... you just send her that picture? Because she's not going to listen to this yeah. fucking show. Oh, send yeah. No, I'm just send it. without content. Unsolicited. Fucking send it. Yes. So I got out and I had like eight inch long manly armpit hairs and I was super proud of them. So as soon as I was released, that was my I'm free picture. I texted everybody a picture of my armpits. Um, And then I was feeling super brave and I'm like, you know what? I just survived jail. Let me go get a full body wax because I, you know, I can do anything. I'm a woman. Prison hard. 
yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to like, nothing can hurt me because I've survived jail. You know, I survived yeah. divorce and jail at the same time. <laughs> so I'm like, let's just freaking go. So I go to this janky ass wax place and she, and I'm thinking we're going to start with my legs and then like work up to the bush. But right. She went in, she went on, went in no shame straight onto my left labia. I'm like oh. I'm manly from my toes to my pits. And she decided. Did you tell her, her why? Wife. It's probably why you're like, I just got out of jail and I need a wax. And she was like, man, fuck you criminal. No, I, I, I wasn't allowed to tell anybody cause I was still like in the community. Uh, so I had that, to be like, I had to be like secretive about it. So she goes in for the left labia oh. and we're talking like, this is two months worth of growth. Like oh, we're, wow. we're big bushing. Okay. Wow. She rips it off and it's not a smooth rip off. It's, it's like, like, it's like Bob Ross's hair. It's like Bob Ross's hair. It's bad. Yes. And, um, and she had already like gripped wax all over the rest of my bush. Oh. So I've lost feeling in my left labia <laughs> and I immediately sit up and I'm like, thank you. I will pay you for your time, but I'm, I'm out of here. You're not touching me anywhere else. So oh. I waddle, I waddle out of this janky wax place and I've got a production assistant who's been assigned to me and he's kind of driving me everywhere. And he's like, Hey sweetie, how did it go? And I'm like, you need to take me to the nearest Walgreens so I can get some scissors because I've got to cut the rest of this wax off Dude. my bush. Why didn't you, so, you need to get the, the, the 4.0. I've used it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it works just as good on ladies as it does on men. So ladies, this <laughs> buy a manscaper because it's not just for them. It's actually better for us. If I'm honest. Yeah. But yeah, I sat, I sat backwards on the toilet, like sobbing, grabbing onto my long pubes, like, oh my them, God. like Jesus. trying to get the wax chunks off of it, crying in the shower. Like, this is my life. Like, it's one of those, it's like, how did, how did every choice I make in my life lead me to being just released from jail, sitting backwards on a toilet, cutting wax chunks out of my pubes? Yeah. It's just like, why, why is this me? What did, what did I do? Hearing this? about it makes me put my gun in my mouth and fucking end it right here. You could. I mean, it's, if I had had, if I had been able to end it all in that moment, I would have been like, you know what? This is, this is the way to go. But I wouldn't want to be like, I know how cops are. And if they're going to respond to my untimely death, it cannot be when I'm sitting bass backwards on the toilet. Like I have to be beautiful in a white dress, like looking ethereal. I can't be vulnerable. They're going to find me because they're going to talk shit. I want to do it, but like leave a lot of questions. Like I want, I want everybody to be baffled. Like how did this guy die? Like how did he, what was he doing? The you know best. What I, mean? I want him. Oh man. The best one. I saw it on a, a TV show. He had, he had shot himself in the head, but he had had the gun attached to a bungee cord and he shot himself next to the fireplace. So the gun, like when he like died, the gun went up through the bungee cord and like hung in the fireplace so it looked like a suicide but they couldn't find the weapon it was a sherlock holmes um friend group and that's how they discovered the body and he's like when i die i'll make it the best quest you'll ever have <laughs> and i'm like and i'm sitting here thinking like this is actually very well like well done honestly if yeah. you're gonna do it make it fun for everybody you know right. you, don't have, you don't have to be a dick about it Last Call of the Day, the show that gives you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Things like mysterious suicides. Like, I'm just kidding. And full bush. And full bush. No, the full bush thing is totally on brand for Last Call. Um, so now that you're not a cop anymore, um, what are you doing? 
with your life? So I'm working full time. Mike the cop is my daddy. Oh. And I, I work for him for humanizing the badge. And we are actually having a huge, huge announcement coming on October 1st that I can't say anything about yet, but things at humanizing the badge are about to change drastically for the better. And I'm so freaking excited. Firstly, because I didn't lose my job. They've somehow managed to keep me here for nine months, knowing exactly what kind of person I am and they haven't fired me yet. So, so far, so good. Um, oh, that's awesome. But, I can't wait for the news. Oh, dude, it's, it's maybe one of the best things that's ever happened. I'm so that's excited. Awesome. That's awesome, yes. man. So, um, yes. so you got this, you're remarried. Yes. About to have some kids next year, I guess, yes. when things simmer Me. down. Once I maybe. get into the new house. Look, I'll tell you right built. now, like, it's never, you're, it's never a good time to have a kid. It's never, every time I've had all four of my children, I have said, my last child, my wife tells everybody, she was like, I literally, she said, so I'm pregnant. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm serious. I'm pregnant. I was like, you're joking. And it's not funny. And she was like, no, I'm serious. And I was like, really? So like, it's never a good time. I don't know. It's like, I don't know if anybody's no. ever been like, yeah, well, now would be a great time to get pregnant. No, it's always Sunday's like Sunday's birth is like the coolest thing that I've ever heard about though. Like your wife just labors, pops out a baby. And then like the next thing I know is that you're all pictured uh, sitting around the table eating spaghetti. <laughs> well, that like, rad? I want this. I want this. How much I never planned it to be that way at all. Um, but it was like super funny. Like even going back and looking at the pictures, it's like 445, you know, child is born. 515 we're all sitting at the dinner table eating salad and spaghetti <laughs> it's like nothing happened it's like oh so we here's the new baby i mean um, it really felt like that i mean it's like the midwife was there for maybe like a grand total of an hour she was there for like 30 minutes before the birth she left 30 minutes after the birth it was just us in the house uh man. we had movie night like we didn't we did we still had movie night i can't remember what we watched but like that's so special though like that's like when you think about like real intimacy that's like like that's peak. That's like yeah. so special. Well, when, you a, when you have a baby in the fucking doctor's office, it, what drives me nuts is that they do. Mm -hmm. There's so many theatrics in the hospital yes. that that don't need to be there. It is proven science that a heart monitor, uh, it, it increases the chance of you having a cesarean section because of the added stress of watching a heart monitor because the baby's heart goes like boop 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 mm -hmm. boop. Boop, 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 boop. And it's stressful because you're like, well, why is its fucking heart doing all these fucking things? Yeah, but then the I doctors mean, and nurses freak out right along with you, like, oh, the baby's heart rate's dropping, and you're just like, am I failing at birthing? Yeah, it's like it's just so many things. It's like they, it is proven that heart monitors have hurt way more children than they've actually saved, yet they won't fucking turn those things off. Um, mm -hmm. and they just keep coming coming in the room and telling you it's okay. Oh, they're supposed to do that. It's all right. And you're like, well, she's fucking flatlined. Like, oh no, it's uh, just give it a second. And it'll be like boop boop. And they're like, there she is. She must have just rolled over. Like, just turn the fucking machine off. Like, it's stressing mm -hmm. everybody out. Uh, you've got the IV and you can't drink or eat anything. And just in case they have to give you a cesarean section, they don't, you want to like fuck with the, um, you, you know, the anesthesiologist, you know, it's, it's like, they don't play the game of statistics. They play the game of worst case scenario. It's very stressful. And it's, it's really nice to go at home. The midwife at our birth, she didn't even uh, have a stethoscope. I was like, don't you want to hear if the heartbeat's like even beating? She's like, doesn't matter if it's beating or not. Things still coming out. That's a good like, point. Mm -hmm. 
Good point. So it's not going to change anything, will it? So no, That's but I mean, it is cool. I mean, like, um, I, I don't know. I think there's just the, 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 you know, I asked my wife, you know, a lot of people ask her, what, what was it? Was it very painful without having anything? She says, you know, when you do the anesthesia or whatever, the, the, you know, numbing of your stomach or whatever they do, it just prolongs the pregnancy because your body is being tricked into thinking it's okay. So you're really uncomfortable for a very long time. But when you home birth, she was like, my body was like, it was like intense, but my body was like, now nah, fuck this. This is coming out like right now. And we're just like, she was like, the pain was really intense, but it was only intense for like five minutes. Yeah. I feel like spaghetti home births are the new standard and I want to be on that level. Yeah, I mean, there's a think, lot of I mean, it's it's you think I mean, ghost bed would be proud of me if I gave birth on a ghost bed. Did yeah, your wife not, give birth on a ghost bed? No, they, they don't they don't put you on your bed. Like you hire this midwife, which our midwife was way cheaper than going to a hospital. I mean like extremely. But they bring in like um they bring in like a tub, like it's like a blow-up tub. Nice. It's like a blow-up swimming pool. And they put it inside your house and they fill it up. And there's a liner inside of it. And all you do is you climb inside of this tub and it's got like water in it. And you can go as high. You can have the water go up to your tits. You can have it go to your belly button. You know, like not everybody wants to do water birth, but they, you know, my wife had to go like all the way up to her boobs. It was nice mm -hmm. and warm and she felt really comfortable. And then when it's time to go, dude, that's like, they put you on all fours, like doggy style and you fucking shoot that thing right out. Yeah. But right naturally that's how you're supposed to do it. Right. Like, I yeah. mean, if you look, if you look at like the way the human body is made, that's the way it's supposed to come out yeah versus like, the hospital where you're on your back your feet are up in the stirrups they've got like mm -hmm. a thousand fucking people watching you everybody's saying something different the midwife she had capri pants on sandals didn't give a fuck she's like doing good honey doing good my wife's like fucking kill kittens ah you know like <laughs> all this crazy shit and uh yeah dude it was wild man and then they clean everything up like they just they pump the the water uh out mm -hmm. of the window Oh, wrap wow. everything up and they're gone dude it takes them like 30 minutes there's like no mess there's no blood they deliver the placenta you're allowed to play with it you can like turn it into a it. purse yeah we, yeah we fucked with it like it's a big sack <laughs> you know? looks like a bag like i was showing the kids i was like we can put all of our knee pads in here and take it to the skate park you know that's hilarious uh so um uh do you have any aspirations of going back to jail to jail no I thought you were about to ask law enforcement. My answer was still going to be a hard no. <laughs> That's not happening either. <laughs> Do you make fun of your husband? You're like, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to go to work. He's like, yes. A lot of it is. So the only thing that I miss is being in the middle of a shit storm and hanging out with all your buddies. That is it. I don't miss right. the calls. I don't, I don't, I miss the camaraderie. I guess if I was about to like boil it down, I miss like just like the shit talking and hanging out with people. But luckily I haven't lost all my cop friends. Like they're all still part of my life, which is awesome because that apparently never happens. So once yeah. you leave, you're, they're just kind of like, okay, we're done with you. But no, I'm still friends with everybody. I see them all the time. Um, but like, he's, is that, he's is that because your dad, uh, your dad, is that because your husband <laughs> and your daddy, is that because he's still a cop? <laughs> Probably. But also like, it seems I set a trend because everybody started quitting right after me. Oh, so nice. we're all just a bunch of rejects. We get together and drink beer and talk about how glad we are that we're not part of it anymore. You know, the one thing like, I don't miss, like out of all of it is putting on my uniform. I used to loathe 
Like mm-hmm. literally the first part of my day was over once my uniform was on. Like I was like, all right, cool. Like a quarter of my day is done because my yeah. uniform's on. Like, you know, putting on the shirt stays and the socks and then like, you know, making sure that you've got every loop on. And then when you mm-hmm. don't, you know, you got to take all the fucking shit off your duty belt. And, and I mean, I don't really like belt keepers because then belt keepers just sag my whole pants. So I, I was like a go through the belt loops kind of guy, um, which means you have to like, you know, put one loop in and then put your holster on and then go through another loop and then put your taser holster on, then go through another loop, put your handcuff on. And sometimes you're you doing forget, the most. you're like, you're doing the fuck, most. fuck, fuck, fuck. I forgot the, the handcuffs. You got to take everything back off. I mean, you're talking like a 30 minute exercise there. And, That's and you know, too you're, much. It's a lot. You're doing too much. Yeah. I, I didn't like putting on the uniform either. A lot of it was. So in the beginning, I had this irrational fear that I was going to die. So I wanted like my underwear to match and like everything to look real cute. So if they had to cut my uniform off, like they would be like, oh, look at her. She looks pretty good. So like I'd have yeah. that. But then when I got old and bitter, I was like, let them see my titties flop. I don't give a fuck. So I stopped. Um, I stopped wearing a bra because it became way too much. Cause like yeah. they're secured. Okay. They're not going yeah. anywhere, bud. So I, I stopped. My wife hasn't worn a bra. My wife hasn't worn a bra in like three or four years. And and why, why should you? Like, I, I don't like it. I'm not mm-hmm. happy wearing it. It's, There's actually like studies it. that show your tits get perkier when you don't wear a bra. I have to experiment with that. I want now that I'm working from home, my wearing of a bra has decreased significantly. Me too. Good for I'm not you. wearing one. I'm not wearing one right now. Just it makes it easier moving. for me to do things like this. Good, for, nice cleavage. I know, I know. For our paid, Gosh. for our paid subscribers, you get to see TNZ's cleavage. For you peasants out there, OnlyFans, gonna miss it out. Uh, OnlyFans, you got any aspirations of doing any OnlyFans? No, no, I'm not going to do OnlyFans, but I do get asked if I'm going to do an OnlyFans at least once a week. There's apparently a cop in Detroit that was fired recently for having an OnlyFans. I mean, but OnlyFans was originally started, if I'm not mistaken, for comedians. I, I thought it was for cosplay, something like that. Something. Yeah. I heard it was for like comedians where they could do like their comedy and you could pay to subscribe to hear them like do interact. You know, and yeah. Interact and comedy and shit like that. Yeah. I know that there's comedian. I watched a documentary on OnlyFans. Um, I did end up actually selling pictures of my feet. Cause I was curious. Somebody kept bugging me about it. No way. And, on yes. social media or what? It was through Instagram. Somebody kept bugging me about it. And now I'm scared that I've, now that I've announced this, that I'm going to get a lot more messages, but it got, how much do they pay you? So it was $30 for 14 pictures of the soles of my feet. What? (laughs) Yes. I was so scared. Dude. Um, Like, okay. But like for one, (laughs) I don't even know. Like I dude, There's no way I'm jerking off to feet. I, I don't understand the fetish though. I had a friend that had a foot fetish obsessed with feet and I, I like, I never could understand. I'm like, dude, I don't get it. Like there's I nothing. I need you to bring on somebody on the show who is loud and proud about having a foot fetish a way they can answer all of our questions. Yeah. I'm not going to kink shame you. I just want to know no. like, what is it that you feel when you see feet? Is it the toes? Is it the, like, it's are there the certain soul. feet? It's the soles is what I was told. The bottom of your little, little feet is what is what drives what drives them but it's i mean it's wild so i read somewhere that the like pleasure center of your brain is close to like the part of your nerves that connects to your feet if you have a traumatic brain injury those two can like bump (laughs) together 
and that's what creates it's not true there's no way i don't have traumatic brain injuries i mean from like rugby from the military i mean i've slammed my head harder like skateboarding all the things like i there's there's I've got to have as, many, have to have to as many concussions as Trey Aikman. I have to. Like, I've got to be like one for one with them. And feet don't do shit for me. Have you tried to lick them? Have you like given it the old college try? Or are you just like? I mean, I, I have rubbed my wife's feet, like given her a really nice foot massage and may have sucked on a toe or two to just be sexy. But like, no, there was nothing in it for me at all. Just give it, give it like the old college try. Just I did. Look at, look at the soles. Feel it. Now, I mean, I would take a foot job, but I don't want a foot job. But if somebody was like, I will, if somebody was like, I'm going to jerk you off with my feet, I would be like, all right, well, you know what? I don't care how it gets done. Like, let's just get the job done. There's a thousand ways to skin a cat, but I'm not going to be like, my first thing is not like, yo, uh, can I put your feet on my meat real quick? Could you imagine? DJ, DJ, my wank. DJ it out. DJ it out with your feet. With your big toe. With your big toe. So you sold it. Yeah. Do you know the guy you sold it to? Like, are you friends with him? I feel like that's a very passionate he, thing. Like you guys are like, he one was, man. I, I want to, just in case he listens to this, I do want to say that he was very nice about it. He was super nice. Okay. About oh, it. Well, let's talk about and, it. How was he, how was he nice about it? Like how did, because now I've got people that slide in my DMS all the time. Um, uh, and just a spoiler. If you decide, if you're a woman that listens to the show or a dude and you slide in my DMS, my wife is like the first person to see it. Like before I even see it, she sees it. And if I'm responding to you, like whatever you say, it's like, we're trying to like, we are trying to elicit jokes and ridiculous. And you might be, I might have like, I might be in my distillery full of people going, Hey guys, watch this. <laughs> watch how crazy this motherfucker is. Like we are That's not hilarious. celebrating your kinks. I'm a married man with four kids. Shame <laughs> on you for trying, but, uh, oh, but I will, but I will exploit it and I will have fun with it and I will entertain myself by it. So, <laughs> um, how did this conversation go down with this guy? So this guy is a longtime fan of 60 Days In. And okay. I was making some sort of a joke in my stories. Like, you know, they're out here trying to get pictures of my feet again. Just something like that. And he's and I said, you know what? Somebody give me, give me a dollar amount. Let's do this. Well, he slides into my dance and he goes, are you serious? And I'm oh. like, well, now I'm intrigued. So the answer is yes, I'm serious. How does this work? And he goes, well, here's a link to all the groups on Facebook where you can um, solicit pictures for money. Um, this is the amount that people will pay you. Um, for instance, I could have made a video of me sucking on my feet for five minutes and he would have sent me $150. Dude, but, you want to go, go into business? Like, I'll I mean, suck, I could have. I'll fucking suck on your toes for 150 bucks. Can I blur out my face? See, that's what I asked. And I don't, I think that's part of the thing is they want to see your face. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with the 14 photos, the soles of my feet, but I'm not putting my face in the picture because like, like how do you I don't feel know, I don't know what my life's going to be like in 20 years. How do you Watch feel that up. some dude's jerking off the soles of your feet right now? Well, Does that, that empower point, you or do you feel like, thing, uh, well, it was already too late. It was already too late because he <laughs> told me that he's like, oh, I have a question about the tattoo that's on your foot. And I'm like, how do you know I've got a tattoo on my foot? He said, I saw what? it on 60 days in. So this oh, guy has been invested. So it was already too late. It, it was already too late. And it's either I profit or I just like, because I didn't think he was no. disgusting. He was super nice about it. I'm not gonna was, he cute? Anybody. was he cute? I have cute? no idea what he looks like. He's one of those people that he hasn't put his face what if he's like 13? Um, he probably <laughs> went to high school with me. Like, let's be real. This is probably somebody that I've known my whole life. 
Do do you um, have people just like I mean, do you have a lot of people sliding into your DMs trying to fuck with you now that you've been in jail? Yes. Yes. It's either kill yourself, I'm proud of you, or send me pictures of your feet. It's, it's <laughs> Why like do they want you to kill yourself. Because I liked the fights. Like it's always like, uh, you're a monster. All yeah. cops love violence. I I, I get that like, with the the Andrea up late, the uh, night shift thing that we do. Mm-hmm. People are all the time, they're like, you're disgusting, laughing and making jokes on these poor, innocent people who've been kidnapped and murdered. Like, whatever, dude, just fucking grow up hair. It's not, this may uh, not you be know, show for you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not going to fucking change. Look, did you watch Schindler's List? Yeah. Did you, were you entertained by Schindler's List? Shame on you yeah, for being entertained by watching a bunch of Jews get shuffled into a gas chamber. Same yeah. thing. You watch yeah. these things for entertainment. I mean, it's nobody's disrespecting Jewish people or nobody's like mm-hmm. downplaying the Holocaust. But like mm-hmm. these are curiosities that we want to see. And we can learn from them. We can Titanic's them. my favorite movie of all time. When I saw that with tragedy. my mom in theater and I fell asleep until she smacked me in the oh. face because she was trying to cover my eyes from seeing the nudie scene, which I wouldn't have seen anyway because I was asleep. But then I was awake from there. And when the guy fell and clipped the propeller and started spinning in the air. I laughed so fucking hard in the theater. My mom was like, stop it. Stop laughing. That is not funny. I was like, oh my God. I fucking hit the propeller and just ping. Meanwhile, I'm sobbing. Like if I, if I ever have like a backlog of emotions and I need to emote and I need to cry for whatever reason, my go-to is Titanic. I have to go through the whole story and then at the very end, when Rose gets reunited with Jack in heaven, because everybody's first class in heaven, I'm like, <laughs> ugly crying, ugly crying. Okay. You'll get to heaven, your bush will be gone, and you'll be perfectly white. That's the dream, isn't it? That's the one thing I'll be asking Jesus for. I'm like, Jesus. But you won't like get into does. heaven because you sent pictures of your feet. <laughs> Pro- can you imagine if that was the thing? If, like, I go through all this, like, Christianity and going to church and trying to do the right thing, and Jesus is like, you were going to get in. And then you sold pornography. Yeah. I'm like, but that's, is it it's, that's a hard no though? for me. It's a hard is no it, for me. He says, mm, he says, those, says those feet were, those feet are my sanctuary. Mm. And you allow feet. somebody to defile themselves on my sanctuary. And, feet. and they're tattooed too. So it's like <laughs> double down on <laughs> all different kinds of things. You in hell. These are very sinful feet. Dude, and I ripped asked, my toenails off too. So I'm just like all kinds of wrong. Somebody asked Andrea for like pictures of her elbow, like her weenus. And she was like contemplating it. She was like, should I sell a picture of my elbow? I was like, I'm so fucking no. Yes. No. Yes. Do it. <laughs> do it. Such a piece of what, shit. What's the going, what's the going rate for weenuses right now? Dude, I don't, I don't know. Um, we joked a lot about it. Um, she's like, I don't want anybody to see my long flabby weenus. Like what if he doesn't like my weenus? What if he thinks it's a, what if he wants a tight weenus and not like a 50 <laughs> year old woman's weenus? Cause I see Andrea as a 50 year old cause she's older than me. Uh, she's not in her fifties. Is your weenus rough? Um, I have scars on my weenuses. Make sure I get on camera. This one's got a nice little scar that comes up from the back there. You, you got a nice weenus. It's dry. It's a bony it... weenus. Yeah, you oh, can like spit on it real quick. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? I'll get an angry call from Mike. He's like, <laughs> "Quit using my name." Real, get your get your name out my fucking mouth. Uh, what are you drinking? Is that like Diet Seven Up? It's Sprite Zero. Sprite fucking zero. So I start every morning off believing that I'm going to be on a diet. And I'm going to be keto, and then I end every night honestly with some form of pasta. So it's 
It's a complete train wreck. It's a journey. You My know? wife did spaghetti squash for spaghetti noodles last night. And I like spaghetti noodles, spaghetti squash. I like them, but now, there's uh, nothing that beats a bow tie pasta. Ooh, I do like a good bow tie pasta. I had a spinach ravioli on top of bow tie pasta at a restaurant. It was like fantastic. It. Um, do you think that there was room on that door hmm. for Jack to get on? Think she was being selfish? I, I've seen Reddit's where they've hmm. uh, they've gotten the dimensions of the door and showing several different ways of how to get two people on that door. No, he had to, to die. die. He had to die. Could have lived. She fucking, she's a selfish bitch. No, he she had to die. She hogged that door all to herself. Mm-mm. If he would have gotten on it, it would, the weight of it would have pushed it down. And then they both would have been in the water and they both would have died. Her yeah. weenus would have frozen off. Her <laughs> should have frozen weenus. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. I, I wanted to see the movie play out. Now, have you seen to where they've put in true stories into the Titanic movie? Yes. Like characters that were really on the boat. Now there that's some really cool YouTube stuff to look up when you're boarding yes. your cop car, your first responder car, because they've got some really cool stories. Like there was one couple that actually snuck onto the boat and then did like the world's biggest prank where they won like equivalent to a now and a million dollars on the um playing chess against the two like world's best chess players mm-hmm. at the same time. I didn't know about that. I think um I, I, I think uh I forgot the guy, it's not Popo Medic. It's the other guy that tells stories. Um, he did a whole thing on it. It's pretty neat. I like the story of the um, the Chinese immigrants that were on the Titanic. <laughs> Brittany Faulkner in the chat says, it's because Rose was too old. She was over 25. That's why he let go. <laughs> oh, that is the best, That's best comment. He would rather die than be. Yeah, he's like, I can't be with this old bitch. On he, you know, he's not denying it. And, on, and honestly, the fact that he's not denying it, because he's an entitled do, little fuck. Do you, dude? Like, you're not hurting. I mean, you're hurting feelings, but like, who's who's really getting hurt other than their feelings? These girls are going to continue to date him. They know good and well what's going to oh, happen. Yeah, dude, I would date so, him. I'm, like, I fucking think he's a dirtbag, but I would still date him. I'm too him. old. I'm too old. My and only hope. Too. My only hope is that I get cast in a movie with him. I did a movie. Did, oh, well, did I tell what, you that? Movie? Yeah, 69, 69 days <laughs> inside of me. So um, it was a real movie. Okay, what was it? Um, so it's called The Vanishing at Caddo Lake, and it was produced by M. Night Shyamalan. I got to meet him. I oh, fangirled. Whoa. I fangirled. Because I wrote a paper um, for If M. Night school. Shyamalan asked you for a foot job, would you do it or not? Of course. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there would be no, there, no hesitation. That's not all. cheating either because it's your feet. Yeah, and I've already told my husband, like, look, here's the list of the things <laughs> like, that I will do and the things that I will, other people that I will do them with. Yeah. Like here's have, my list of celebrities. It starts yeah. with M. Night Shyamalan and it ends with Mike the Cop and Tansy, but at the same I time. can't. Mike is my dad. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't. I just can't do it. It's not for me. I love would, Mike. I just. It would be biblical anyway. I would cry. I, I think I would just cry. Nobody would have a good time. <laughs> just, like, would. that would be rape <laughs> that sounds more like a rape than anything else it wouldn't be rape because i well I who's on your know. list all right look so who's on the list um who's on the list let's see Definitely m night Shyamalan, obviously a foot job for m night Shyamalan. um <laughs> i would have mario lopez's baby for sure i don't know if anybody would he manscapes a lot they said that he spends like 20 hours a week manscaping or something ridiculous and he looks like beautiful 
He he's is putting, what ninety seven years old. Yeah, he's washing his face, face with baby foreskins for sure. Yeah, he's he's looking great. He's definitely on the list. Um, you know, Leo would be on the list for sure, but okay. it would have to be strategic. Like, I would have to get cast in a movie, and it would have yeah. to be written into the script okay. that we were to hook up. Because I think that's now, the is only it, way is to it do a it. private? Is it like a private screen hookup, or is it is the set open? It would probably be an open set. I'd need everybody to know. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I, I don't want, want to there to be any too. question. Everybody I can't perform unless I'm being watched anyway. But I played a cop in an M Night Shyamalan produced movie in um, Caddo Parish, which is just like an hour away from where I live, and it was like it was it was wild. Like I was on a for real movie set with for real producers. I was paid sag. I was paid like a thousand, a little over a thousand dollars for the one day that I filmed, and they just like just act like a cop. We just want to cast real people who do real jobs. And I'm like, I don't know why y'all pick me. You sit uh, down in a car and go to sleep. <laughs> I walked in, I walked into the house with my little notepad and I took notes, but I can't spill anymore because the movie hasn't come out. Uh, um, but it'll be out soon. I'm going to watch and it. And be like, I know her. I know that girl. Dude, and we I talked so, about masturbating in prison together. I was so fat mm. in the film. I look back at the pictures of it and I was like, I was at my highest weight. And I, I looked like a fucking brown deputy Oompa Loompa. I was everything that everybody like makes fun of. I looked like an actual cop. baked potato. I was a baked potato and the fucking nasty brown <laughs> deputy uniform. And oh, I was like, well, here we are. Let's probably do keto every morning. <laughs> Did you like steal anything from the set? To just be like, yeah. I took a picture of me. I'll send you the picture. Um, of me on like sitting next to M Night Shyamalan's um, fold out director chair that nice. has so so their chairs they actually get their names embroidered oh yeah on them so I was talking to the actors and they said that typically what they'll most of them will do for souvenirs is it just slides off the top of the chair the embroidered what their name is what their character is and what the name of the movie is and that'll be their own little souvenirs so they'll just take the little backs off the chairs. that's really cool and i'm a huge harry potter fan and the main character in this movie is also on m night Shyamalan tv show i can't remember the name of it but rupert grant who played ron weasley plays her little brother on the show so now i am i'm two i'm three degrees away from daniel radcliffe who is also on my list by the way so i'm just inching closer and closer yeah you're 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 basically i mean you're basically a celebrity groupie at this i was at this point, I was in Harry Potter. You can't. Yeah, you, really you were absolutely 100%. I, wanna, I was in a music video here recently, um, a real life music video, and the, the guy had his own chair thing. It was really cool. Um, what music video? It's called War. Uh, what band? It's not. It was a singer. Um, hang on. Let me. It's. it's um, uh, he's a famous influencer. Well, he's pseudo famous. I mean, I don't know. Let's see here. War with Murray. I'm trying to get the exact thing. Uh, the war. What were you Murray. doing in the music video? Um, like so they shot it inside my distillery, which was super. Yeah, it's called Jonathan Murray. This is War. Ooh, um, text that to me. Mm, I want to watch it. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Um, but like I'm in like the first scene. I'm in a bunch of scenes, but like I'm like a bodyguard, and he's like knocking on the door, and I like I roll up this like really shitty door. And like hold it open and I'm like 
like I do one of those. Oh, but it was cool because they were in there shooting like three in the morning. They had like a roller coaster that they built on tracks, and this camera was like going around this roller coaster. And they had like, you know, they had like a, a makeup set, they had a food set, they had like all the food and everything. Dude. It was a really great production. But I guess the the guy is a um, a Christian influencer, um, with a a thing called Meet the Murrays. Okay. You know, I don't know. It's like there's a there's a vi- he's he's got a lot. He's got a fuck ton of followers, but I'm not sure how the music video um did it was more of a streaming no. thing i think he sold like more streams than he did uh um anything else but well, i'll look him up but anyway yeah. keep going yeah at this point i feel like i'm like a tansy fangirl because you've already promised exclusive first reader rights to your book uh i probably sore. should i i probably should get you like so i'm doing the audio portion of the book right now yeah um and it's awful. So it's awful. yeah, dude, the book is amazing. It's like super funny. I mean, it's, it's very well written. Um, not because I wrote it, but because I have like really great editors that edit it, but the stories are, are fantastic. And the fun thing about this book is like, it's, it's hundred percent true. I mean, aside from yeah. changing the names and the streets and everything, these are real fucking stories. Like this mm-hmm. isn't like a grandiose, like, you know, there's no filler in the book at all. Like it goes from the start of my career to the end of the career, but like, basically it's the, I hope you serve beer in hell version of a book but when i'm reading it i read it like i'm reading a report so i read it (laughs) kind of like this where i need to like get into the character so maybe i'll get you down here and you can pull one of the characters out and and you can read one of the female characters i could i would do a great job too audiobooks is not i'm an an actor now i listened to the matthew mcconaughey book which is fucking amazing it's incredible I don't know about reading it, but listening to it is f- mm-hmm. incredibly funny. And I can't do that. He's gold. Like, dude, he's got like the voice of Jesus, man. He sounds so good on that audiobook. I could listen to it all day. I could listen to it. I could listen to that book a thousand times and never get tired of listening to it. And I want my book to be the same way, but it's not. It's hire Matthew McConaughey. Just give him a call. Well, here's the thing is like, I get a lot of messages that are like, dude, I'm not going to order this book if it's not you reading it. And I want to respond to all these people. I'm like, look, dude, it's not good when I read it. Like, I'm, it's not me. Time, I'm bro. good at podcasting, not yeah. good at reading and talking at the same time. Reading out loud is, is what I'm not good at. Maybe like get a teleprompter instead of just sitting there with your book. Well, I don't. Yeah, I do. I do have a teleprompter. I have a teleprompter. Oh. We've tried it with like um, the because the dude that's doing the audio for me is also like the sound engineer for like Sting. And um, uh, he's a backup drummer for Sting, too. Like the guy's like super brilliant. So it's, it's, it's like I get a little bit intimidated when he's in the room anyway. So then we were like, OK, well, I'm going to set it up, turn all the lights off and then I'm going to go away. And you just sit in here by yourself and do it. And that was even fucking worse. Like. It was bad. So yeah, I went I would back. Need somebody to look at me and like show me with their facial expressions that they're enjoying what I'm doing. It is if I could get the thing to like read with me, like it would scroll mm-hmm. by itself for me, like because I like to like talk, like I want to talk to the producer and read. But then when I go back to where I was at in the book, I like I lose my spot and it's just a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an art, man. Um, especially like when Ross Patterson did At Night She Cries While He Rides at Steve, which is the first male sex romance novel. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> wonderful book wonderful book but the the audio reading it's a movie dude he did so fucking good i could listen to that audio book again it's another one of those ones uh i popped her bra strap freeing her breast like two <laughs> and frank seeing the free world for the very first time two like you know Frank's. and it's like then he has his wife go 
you know, Michael, stop it. You're hurting my feelings. And he's like, don't be like that, bitch. You know, like, I mean, it's just, it's so good. It's so entertaining. But my book oh, just man. falls flat when I read it. No, I think you're going to do great. You'll, you'll do great. See, this is me being a therapist. You're going to do a great job. Okay. Dude, oh, a therapist needs therapy after they talk to me. Listen, I have needed some therapy after some of the things that I've seen in my life. And I don't know a therapist who doesn't have a therapist. We're just all one big circle of like, you're not going to believe this shit. I'll have, I have a funny one for you. Um, I got an audit on my body camera, right? I was already going to get fired. Like it was already like the distillery thing. All that stuff was taken out and they were just trying to just stack things on me, which is mm -hmm. what internal affairs does. Right. Like again, I just do it. I did a YouTube rant that's going out today. Um, on a sheriff that spent his entire career policing the police, but they have to prove their existence. And so what they do is like unethically try to find shit that's going wrong with you to like, of course, imagine if you were just like, Hey, that citizen right there, he's not doing anything wrong. He's not, bad, but I'm going to follow him until he does like the KGB, right? Like show me a citizen. I'll show you a crime. Mm -hmm. That's what yep. IA was doing. They're like, we're just going to find all the fucking things we can. And if you follow me for five minutes, dude, you'll have, a laundry list of fuck ups, but mm -hmm. um, they went audited my body camera. I had accidentally left it on for like 45 minutes alone in my cop car, talking on the cell phone to people and everything. Now an ethical human being would be like, he's in the confines of his own car. Let's just not listen to that. Mm -hmm. um, he's by himself. Like there's an expectation of privacy, but no, these little fucking voyeurs, these little cuckolds that like to watch people <laughs> get fucked. Um, they, they watched the whole thing. But anyway, so I had said to somebody on the phone, no cuss words or anything, but in 45 minutes, I said to one person, this is why I hate people. It's shit like this. Mm. It makes me just, I have zero faith in human beings anymore. I fucking hate people. I didn't even cuss. I said it. So they made me go to anger management for like three months straight. And the lady at the anger management by the end it became like one of my, like, like she wanted to like hang out and shit. <laughs> she, she was so mad that she started this whole thing with the police department, like a feud that you can't just send people here as an arm of punishment. Like this is, this is for people who need it. You can't just be like, yeah, we're mm -hmm. trying to punish this guy. So we're just going to check the block because if you, if you questioned, if you pull a hundred people that know me out and then ask all hundred of them, if I have an anger management issue, all hundred of them say, absolutely not like that, mm -hmm. dude. I mean, it, it's very, 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 very hard to piss that guy off. And even when he is really pissed off, he, he usually just makes jokes. But anyway, so she would be like, um, so let's get to know each other. And I was like, man, let's do it. I was like, uh, <laughs> what kind of sweater is that? Is that cashmere? What is that? It's a very, it's almost like it's a blanket. She's like, oh, it's a French schmuck. You know, but I was like, oh my gosh, That's where hilarious. did you get that? I end up interviewing her for like 30 minutes. And she was like, wait, um, wait, wait, stop, stop. Look at you with that manipulation for Dude, you a manipulator, bro. <laughs> a manipulator. I was like, what makes you, I was like, what makes you angry? She's like, you know what? When my husband, when he comes home, he thinks that my job is just sitting on the couch and like talking to people. And he's like, yo, I'm getting her to like spill all of her shit. Oh yeah. That's like, fun. How, how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. I got in trouble and got sent, sentenced to three days <laughs> in dispatch. Sentenced to three days in dispatch. Because, <laughs> like, so what had happened was I was so mad at dispatch. I had, I, I had called in. I needed, like, a, we call it a 28 here, but it's, like, a vehicle return. Yeah. On, That's um, it. For uh, 28s is, like, they send you, like, yeah. oh, the tag, the insurance, the registration, registration the whole thing. Yeah. We had had some sort of a crime going on, and I found a vehicle that matched the description. I thought it was a suspect vehicle. Didn't have probable cause to pull it over. So ran the 28 and was like, hey, print this out for me. I'm headed up to um, 
the dispatch center right now to pick up a copy of the 28. This is before they were emailing it and stuff. So I drive up there. I'm like, hey, where is it? Like, oh, sorry, we cleared the screen. We don't have it. And I'm like, dude, that was like my whole investigation. I was pissed. I don't remember exactly what I said, but somebody called my chief and complained. And my chief was like, my wife's a dispatcher and you're going to go sit in dispatch for three days and think about what you've done. And I was like, okay. So I went up to dispatch. I sat there for three days and I, I had to be like in full uniform, elbow to elbow with the dispatchers for a full eight hours every night, just hanging out. Yeah, we used to have a really great episode on dispatchers. Um, we had Drew Breezy on, and, and you know, it, it was probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. Uh, but yeah, I, th there were some times where, uh, so our 28s, you just ran them, they just put them up on your screen. Like you yeah, can drive down the have, road. Yeah, we, we had all have computers. You're very but, uh, I had one that I was like, yo, can you run the, the 28s on this plate? And they were like, they came back over the radio. They're like, I was standing with the dude outside of the mm -hmm. car. And they were like, yeah, Tansy, that vehicle is stolen. Now, I'm notorious for not knowing 10 codes. And so dispatchers would often talk to me in 10 codes. And I, in the heat of the moment, be like, Riley, you're going to have to drop those 10 codes, plain speak. I don't know what you're fucking saying. And they'd be like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So this dispatcher trying to be proactive by not saying that vehicle's 1099 because they're like, fucking, he's not going to know what 1099 is. So they're like, that vehicle stolen. The dude bitch slaps me and takes off running. It's actually a the story. The one code book. you knew. The one code you knew. The one Everybody fucking knows. code I knew. <laughs> uh, but I do have some funny dispatch stories. I, I was actually Man. fighting a guy and I was screaming on the radio, keyed up while I'm fighting. And I'm like, girl, I need you. And they're like, where are you at? Where are you at? 424. And I still, you know, because the adrenaline, your fine motor skills go down. Like I held on to the mic and just kept it keyed up. And I was like, Raleigh, I'm in a, hey, homie, homie, stop. Where are we? Where are we? What is the address? Like I was like, what? And I was like, where are we? And he was like, we are on Blunt Street. And I was like, we're on Blunt Street, Raleigh. And it's like, you know, uh, and then at the That's end, everybody funny. was like, dude, that was the funniest radio traffic I've ever heard. Like you just hear like thuds and knocks and bumps. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, stop. Where are we? Like you'll both stop fighting. And the dude's like, what? And I'm like, where Don't are we? Don't you wish that you could have like recordings of these, like that you could have had held on to a copy of that? Because I've had some weird shit come over the radio before. And oh, I wish yeah. that I'd been able to keep up with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Sometimes when people were getting, like, really ridiculous, I would just key up the mic so that people in the city could hear what I'm dealing with mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. I put a dildo in him and he freaked the fuck out. Now he's going to go on social media and tell everybody. And I was like, he did what? And then I keyed up. She was like, I put a dildo in his ass and he totally freaked the fuck out. And then I let it go with the mic. And dispatch was like, 424, did you have traffic? And I was like, sorry, Rob, that was a hot mic. I'm out, I'm out on a call on college. <laughs> I was giving you a gift. It's a gift for everybody. Sometimes a hot mic is a gift. Uh, speaking it of dildos, it. you know, Texas has dildo laws, right? No. Yeah, you can't have more than six dildos in a vehicle at a time. Six, it's, it's the under the obscenity statute. Like that's super funny because that's like some that's some chief that was working the line for many years, and one day he pulled over a car that had like a fucking bag of dillies, and he is like, "All right, okay, when I become chief, I'm putting, I'm going to the DA, and we're gonna make a statue. I'm gonna go to the the, the law. We yes. we can't be driving around with more than six dillies in the car. Yeah, seven is too much. Five is fine." But you know what always goes hand in hand is meth, meth, color, I was just about colored to say pencils. I was about to say every time I find a dilly in a car, I always find and it's good meth too. It's like crystal meth, yeah. not like that black tar bullshit. Yeah, no, um, it's it's thick crystals and it's always yeah. going to be more than uh, two grams. Always. Yeah, I the bigger the dildo, the more meth. Yes, and it's always gay dudes. Mine is like crinkly old ladies. With meth? Yeah. 
Meth was like gay drug for me. No, in my community, it's crinkly old ladies. And wow. like, it's just a shower of dildos. It's every time you'll be searching the car and you'll just be stacking the dildos. I've never got to charge anybody with the obscenity law. Um, oh, I did. I, uh, I, I actually, I had a dude that was wearing a dildo. So it oh. was like a hollowed out, like extender dong that you put on your own penis to make your shit longer. And he had it on when I arrested that? him. And so, but it was a vibrating one too. So it was bouncing. And when we get to the jail, they have to unlock the glass doors and they go like, and they open real slow, but everybody on the benches turn around to look to see who's coming through the glass. Mm. So he's standing there with his arms behind his back. I'm behind him. The glass wall is moving. Everybody turns ahead and you just got this bumping dong in his sweatpants. It's jumping around. Everybody's like, Oh my, Oh my God, what's in his pants. And he was like, man, why couldn't you just take this dong off? You know, it was, you ever been patting somebody down and they end up having like this monster schlong or these giant balls. And you're like, what the hell is this? And they're like, that's my dick. That's my dick. And you're like, nothing is that hard. Your dick's not that hard. And they're like, Oh, touche. That is a very erect, hard penis. Why are you hard right now? And it's probably because they took a blue chew. Which right now you can use Bluetooth promo code uh, Wolfpack. If all these things right now um, hurt you or make it hard for you to get hard, <laughs> talking about Ashley's bush, pop a Bluetooth. That's what they're there for. Um, I'm on the plan of four a month. I don't need four a month. I get hard just thinking about getting hard. Um, <laughs> but I did the customer surveys um, and uh, and I filled out the thing. And it's, it's it's it is good for first responders when you have that really shitty homicide, that really shitty suicide. And you come home and it's your anniversary and you're having a hard time getting boned up because you just saw mayhem through fucking Papa Blue Chew. Rage. <laughs> just use the promo code Wolfpack. I think you get them for free. You get it free with like $5 shipping if you use the promo code. I had you no get to try idea about any of this. What? Dude, yeah, try it out. Go to Blue Chew, BLUchew.com. Um, you do the little survey. It takes like five minutes. They do a little teledoc, buzzes you in. Uh, ask you, it's, it's just like, do you have heart problems? Do you have diabetes? You know, whatever, mm. blah, blah, blah. And then, um, they're like, all right, we're going to send you like a low dosage of uh, Viagra basically. So this is new Viagra. This yeah. It's just called blue chew and it's a chewy, it's a gummy, but, um, yeah, like lasts for like four hours. It's not I'm that you so have a hard on for four hours. In gummy form now. Know, you right? won't have a hard on for four hours. No, but like you'll be able to get a hard on for four hours. Okay. So it just like gives you that extra little push. I'm really scared to use it. I've never used anything um, like that just because that's one thing I don't have. Like, listen, I get a boner sitting in church, like not even thinking. I'm just like sitting there staring at the altar. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm hard. And then they say like, everybody stand up and pray. And I'm like, I can't because I'm fucking hard right now. Um, I feel the spirit down here. But uh, they did send me some. I'm going to wait for one of those days where I'm just having a shit day and I don't feel like it. I'm going to say, you know what? Fuck this day. Fuck everything. Give me a blue chew. I'm going to bone it out. I'm going to, you got to review it because I'm now that you've mentioned it, I need to know like, what's your story going to be? What's your truth going to be after? Like I was just so hard and I was just slinging salmon for four straight hours, just dripping it down the hallways. What movie so- is it with Josh Hartnett where he like, isn't allowed to have sex or masturbate for, is it 40 days? 40 days, like 40 days yes. and 40 nights or 40 nights or 40 days. or Something. something. Like that. He was in a vampire movie too. That also, which is had, a great like, movie. Numbers. That was uh 60 days a night, 30 yeah. days a night. Uh, Whatever it was, was great fucking one. movie. That was Such one a good of the better movie. vampire movies. Such a good movie. Yeah, better than Twilight. I don't know, oh, man. I love Twilight. I lost my Twilight virginity. I lost my virginity to Twilight. So. Did you really? Yeah. I lost my virginity to Welcome to the Jungle, the song. 
You yeah. just land there, just like heads hitting the fucking backboard. Welcome Tears. to the jungle. We got fun and game. Pretty much. Welcome to the taco. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm, I'm sorry, not a prison. anymore. I'm sorry, prison Jesus. <laughs> prison Jesus sets all the rules. Whoever's fucking my wife, get down here right now. You're like, hold on, <laughs> let me turn off my CD player. I was so excited for that fight. That was one of the best ones. Man, oh, so I wish wild. I could go back to jail right now. I could. You know, and that's one thing is like I knew that it, I know now if I ever got in a situation where I needed to take care of business that was going to end me up in jail, I'd be okay. It's yeah. not that bad. It's, I mean, it's it's bad when you know that you can get out. It's the psychological issue <laughs> of that you can leave. Teresa Flobert in the live chat says, if you used Manscaped, you wouldn't have lost your virginity to welcome to the jungle. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, this has been you such imagine. a fun episode. I could talk to you all day. I wish we had all day. I could just sit here and we could just tell prison stories all day long. Um, uh, for quality time off, what are you doing these days for quality time off? When you're, when you're hanging everything up, you and your hubby, what, give us really quick glimpse into what quality time off is for you. Don't judge me, but I'm playing The Sims. As soon as I close this um, yeah. chat out, okay. I've got I've got my character on The Sims. He's in college. He's banging bitches, not Fuck getting yeah, pregnant. Because yeah. you get the option to try for baby or um, nice or like um, I don't remember what it's called. Woohoo! You can woohoo. He's he's an astronaut, so he's got a spaceship he can woohoo in. He's also um, you know, there's vampires and werewolves and magicians. Sims has gotten wild, and there's a Star Dude, Wars. Whoever is whoever is so. playing me in the Sim world that we live in is very <laughs> fucked up. Like the shit that I mean, like he's got me yes. podcasting, being a distiller. You know, I've got like the kinkiest wife of all time. That's also things like, that just don't go together. And you're just sitting here like, how did yeah. I end up yeah. with all of these things at the same time? Yeah, it's a crazy Sim world that we're living in. Well, that's funny that you play the yes. Sims. I love The Sims. I have no shame. It's it's my guilty pleasure. I'll, I'll what are you going to name your first child? Um, on The Sims or in real life? In real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's real anymore. It's where it's one big Sims. We are in the Matrix. Your real um, kid. What are you going to name your real kid? Something a name that starts with the letter D because my name's Ashley. My husband's yeah. name is Brady. My child's name starts with the letter C. Or the child I already have. So. Oh, you already have a kid. Uh, yeah, I have a ten-year-old little boy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and so his name starts with a C. So our next kid will start with the letter D, just so okay. we can kind of keep with the flow. You Don't can, know yet. If anybody has any good D names, you can derelict my balls. Derelict? No, not gonna work. <laughs> derelict these balls. Um, no, good D name. Uh, actually, well, like a really a good guy. 90s, a really so. great guy that I know. His name is uh, Doctor Darden. But his name is Darden Pyron. Darden, no, that's gonna be a hard no for me. No, see, this Dilly. Is, I shouldn't have unleashed this. Name him Dilly. You. How about Dilly? See, now I know every day I'm gonna wake up to like 17 text <laughs> messages from you. DJ until, Cooper. Until I have this baby, it's, I, that's not even. I'm not even pregnant, but until I have a baby, it's gonna be like Ashley. Have you have you considered this name? Considered DJ this name? Cooper. DJ. DJing it up. DJ Cooper. <laughs> no. No, because then my child will find this podcast like one day. This is going to like slide into the depths of the interwebs, end up on the dark web. My child is going to Google me one day, find this podcast. Like, Brittany Fulner also says in the live chat, she says someone wasn't paying attention when she was on the show before. Um, I want to be honest with you, like just some podcasting truth. It is very, very hard. 
it was easier as a cop to like empathetically listen to somebody and yeah. hear their story and then replay it because you're going to have to type it later. Mm-hmm. But now when I'm on a podcast, I'm constantly thinking of all the things. How much time have we gone? How many viewerships? Is what we're talking about losing viewers or gaining viewers? I'm looking at the live chat. I'm trying to think <laughs> about, do I need to plug an ad read? And I constantly miss what people say all the time. Like Andrea will say some shit and I'll be like, <laughs> and then she'll be like, so what do you think about that? And I'm like, I haven't heard or listen to anything you've said in like the last three minutes because I'm like, always, I'm watching the audio, making sure it's not spiking. It's like, there's a lot going on in podcast. The audio is really good today. It was great. Show them your, uh, your new Dilly, your new Dilly. My, mic. Man, don't show Andrea that. I'm so proud of this. That's a nice, so proud of it. That's a really it's nice. A it's, it's got good length, good girth. Yeah. And it glows red. So it gives a little spice. Oh, spicing it up, baby. See, like we just said that and we went up viewers. So now I got to keep going on your uh, dilly mic. <laughs> what if nice. they invented a dilly mic? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to keep that conversation going. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, I Okay, real quick, I want to plug this. Andrea and I, Humble Bragger, are going to be with Breaking Benjamin in backstage mm. coming on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to try to keep fucking Andrea and my wife from raping uh, the guy from Bush. But uh, really excited about that. Mm. So we're going to have to pre-record on Saturday or Sunday, which I'm going to open up the pre-recording for a live show for probably our paid members. So I'll put that on the discord, but Ashley, you've got a true crime story for us. There's a case that you worked on about a kidnapping that is absolutely foul. And so you're going to come on and help us um, with true crime. So if you want some more of Ashley, if you want some more of you like it, you love it. You want some more of it. I try. Um, You can join us on Saturday or Sunday, whatever day we decide. When we will include Billy Ray Cyrus in the mix as well, mm. just for those. Is he on your list? Bill, 90s Billy Ray with full mullet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hannah Montana's dad, no. Okay. They're yeah. Two, he's kind of like, he's, he's gone like bitch mind. country. He's gone like a bitch country boy. Yeah. Like with the rhinestones like, and the fucking glitter okay. on the pants. Like I want it's old school okay. Billy I want Ray the Cyrus. Rice cook, I want the rice cooking in the microwave. Like. I want Travis that Jeff Tritch. Gordon t-shirt tucked yes. in with the belt buckle. Like I, I miss that. That's how I want yeah. my Billy Ray Cyrus to be. That's the only Billy Ray Cyrus. I really All right. Was. Well, Hey, it was a pleasure as always. Thank you so much. And uh, we absolutely love you. And uh, we'll see you this weekend. Yay. Yay. Guns up. Giddy up you guys until next time. Cheers.